I was woken up early one morning by a large splash at Blossom Lake. I used the following seconds to assess the world outside my tent. Early morning, sun was rising, but the rays were just hitting the top peaks on the far side of Blossom. And silence. As I got out of the tent, I imagined a large boulder had dislodged itself from the steep mountainside and fell to make the sound that woke me. As I peered through the lake brush that separated my tent from the east side of the shadowed lake, I saw what made the splash. A bull moose had entered the lake and was swimming across it. Imagine the lake is a clock face, and you're at the 6 o'clock position. The bull was swimming from the 9 to the 3 o'clock position, directly across the middle. The lake was glass smooth and reflected the mountains that rose on the far side. As the bull was only about 100 feet into its journey of about 500 feet, I was in a perfect position to watch this large creature effortlessly swim to its destination. The bull's head with large antlers were the only parts showing as it cut through the glass, leaving a V wake that distorted the reflection on the water's surface. As it reached the other side, the moose's body slowly emerged from the water. It shook its massive body and disappeared into the brush. During this entire awesome display, I felt connected to the moose, the lake, the mountains, and the moment. All of nature's experiences are wonders in my life, from the tiniest to the mightiest. Montana's great northwest area is a fantastic place to live, and I'm grateful to be a part of it. Have you taken the Kootenai Critters quiz yet? This week, we'll be hearing personal wildlife stories submitted to Montana Wilderness Association's Kootenai Critters program. The one you just heard was from Angelo Alderetti and read by Henry Jordan. You'll hear Henry, Ali Maloney, and I throughout this episode as we read stories about grizzly bears, bighorn sheep, mountain goats, grouse, bald eagles, and even a crayfish. All submitted by wildlings just like you. Sit back. Relax and enjoy these fun tales. I'm Britta Meyerly, and this is your wild place. A few years ago, I was backpacking into the Carmichael Basin from the Dearborn River in the Scapegoat Wilderness. As I hopped across the river onto the Carmichael Trail, two young, Bumbly grizzly bears came out of the bushes, headed straight for me, but totally unaware of my presence. I paused for a moment, caught between fear and awe, and watched them. They walked down the trail, very orderly, one following the other, their steps in sync. As they came closer to me, I started to clap my hands and make noise, which startled them so much, they wheeled around and headed for the bushes from which they came seconds ago. It was such a positive bear encounter, and the first time I'd run into two simultaneously. Ellie Fitzpatrick After finishing my freshman year of college, I was hired for my first wildlife technician job in Colorado. The majority of my work was finding grouse chicks with radio transmitters on them. One day, 
I noticed a chick wasn't with the others and went off with my telemetry gear looking for it. After hiking a little ways through thick shrub step, coils erupted at my feet. I had stepped directly onto a huge rattlesnake. Turns out, the snake had eaten the chick, transmitter and all. Thankfully, I was wearing thick snake gaiters, and while we were both a little shaken up, we went our ways unscathed. Dakota Vaquero. My wildlife story is one of grizzly bears, which is what I got on the Kootenai Critters Quiz. I worked as a technician for a graduate student in 2017 and 2018. The project was interested in human encounters with grizzly bears at important feeding sites, and we watched grizzlies all summer to get an idea of their behavior. We saw a lot of bears those two years, up to 36 grizzlies in a day. My favorite bears to watch were always sows with cubs of the year. The sows were definitely always teaching the cubs important parts of being a grizzly bear, but they would make time to play as well. My favorite of these moments to watch was when a sow with two cubs of the year were playing in a patch of snow still left on the mountain slope. She would run and slide down the snow on her belly and her cubs would follow suit. It was such a special experience to watch them for at least half an hour, just experiencing the joy of being alive and healthy without having to worry about any humans nearby. Emma Gruzine. One of my favorite stories stars one of Montana's smallest wildlife critters. Ten years ago, my mother and I and her two dogs, a nine-year-old blue healer cross named Louise and a three-year-old border terrier named Curly, spent a few days camping along the Yak River at the Whitetail Campground. Our first evening there, we set up a couple of camp chairs along the water and settled in to enjoy the nice evening in one of Montana's wildest areas. After a while, we noticed something bright red, slowly working its way upstream along the bottom of the shallow yak. I slipped on my Chaco sandals and got in the water. The dogs followed me in, curious now what I was doing. To our surprise, it was a large crayfish. It was several inches long, vividly red, and had big claws. The three of us, me, Louise, and Curly, stared at it beneath the surface. My mom egged us on from the bank. I reached down and tried to pick it up just behind the claws. No go. He quickly arched his body backwards to pinch me. The dogs visibly jerked back as well. They wanted nothing to do with our new friend. We left him to his business, which was slowly making his way to a destination upriver. So much for an impromptu crawdad dinner by the campfire. Rebecca Schmitz. I think my favorite wildlife encounter was the first time I saw a grizzly in the wild. I was hiking up to Grinnell Glacier in Glacier National Park, and right before I got to the top, about 30 feet off the trail, there was a big, beautiful grizzly sitting in a huckleberry patch, chowing down. I stood there in awe. I had never been that close to an animal in the wild that posed a threat to me. My heart was racing, and I was beyond excited. I felt like I was there for an eternity, but it couldn't have been more than a few minutes. At one point, he sat up and stared right at me. 
but I guess he ruled me out as a threat pretty quickly and just went back to the berries. Even now, when I see a bear in the wild, I do get extremely excited, and it's never been like that first time. Daniel Duffy. I was taking an alpine ecology course in Glacier National Park. The class was taking notes when a small group of bighorn rams began moving a little too close to our group. We decided to move out of their way, leaving our field notes and backpacks behind. Within a few minutes, the rams were busy licking our packs. While it was cool to see wildlife that close, it was a little sad to see them so habituated to people. Overall, the experience made me think a lot about how our actions impact wildlife and the importance of preserving the wildness of their habitats. Kelsey Field. It was cold and foggy, with mists falling down the mountain sides in great swirls. I led a group of six girls up a set of steep switchbacks, almost to the top of the pass, rounding a corner in a mobile white shape. The bearded face swiveled in my direction, and the shaggy body began walking down the trail directly toward my group. Cliff below me, steep hill above me, no way to step off the trail. Okay, team, turn around, go down the trail. We've got a goat situation up here. We'd been warned about aggressive mountain goats on this trail, that they might be attracted to the salt in our clothes and in our pee, told it was okay to throw rocks at them. But as the goat walked deliberately toward me, retreat seemed like the better part of valor. Allie Maloney. I live down Highway 191, south of Big Sky. I began seeing a bald eagle from time to time. It being my grandfather's favorite animal, these birds' encounters would stand out to me. On the way back from cross-country skiing, I saw what I hope has been the same bird outside the window. Time began to move viscously, and the eagle followed the trajectory of the car for what felt like five minutes. It was probably 15 seconds, but it felt magical. It ended its flight perched on top of a large pine. Leah Bone now that you've heard all these awesome stories are you ready to go explore some wild country although the story about the grouse chick and the rattlesnake makes me want a good pair of snake gators before i go Thanks for listening to Your Wild Place, a production of Friends of Scotchman Peaks Wilderness. For more information on the Friends, visit scotchmanpeaks.org. This episode featured stories from Montana Wilderness Association's Kootenai Critters program. Find out which Kootenai Critter you are at wildmontana.org. Turns out I'm a grizzly bear, and I show it proudly with the custom grizzly bear sticker from MWA on my laptop. This episode of Your Wild Place was edited by Henry Jordan. Theme music was written and recorded by Ben Olson and Katie Archer. Never miss an episode by subscribing to Your Wild Place wherever you listen to podcasts.